doing well. How are you? I'm great. Are you speaking on your new microphone? Uh, no, I'm using the microphone on my computer. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that microphone out. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Right. But once I actually get into, you know, I'm, I'm creating an office space. Okay. So once I actually get into my office space, then I'll be able to, I think, hook my computer, my, my microphone up and really, you know, Okay. Well, all you well, all you should have to do is just plug it into your laptop, and you should be good. But anyway, it's all good. I'm glad. Yeah, that's all I have to do with it. That's all I have to do with it. But like I say, it's just um, you know, I think I think it's more mental than it is anything else because I just really want to set my office space up, and so I just really think it's more mental than it is anything else. Okay. Well. I would like to welcome our podcast family to Living Life with Spring in April, episode yeah. five. Well, technically, yes. it, it would be six. 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 <laughs> right. We did episode five, and, it, and that topic was bullies, but um, I couldn't convert the video over to audio. So that's in the ar- archives. Maybe one day... Um, right. We'll throw that in extra one day, you know? We'll get everything figured out. But (laughs) I was trying to get on this computer. Now, all this morning, I was on it, no issues. But soon as we decided to pod, that's why it took me so long. You said, okay, you was ready. It Mm -hmm. had to keep turning off and on. Then I finally had to take the battery out and put it back in. And then it reset itself. So I'm starting to have issues. I think because of that baby face and Teddy... Riley, um, yeah, Riley. Teddy Riley, the spirit of Ted, Teddy Riley, done got on your computer, girl, with all the technical difficulty. I was like, you got to be kidding me, but anyway, we passed that, but it's, it's all good. But, um, I'd like to welcome podcast to Living Life with Spring in April once again. And, um, as normal, I always have to acknowledge my Savior, Jesus Christ, Father, and the Holy Ghost, and thank thank them once again for allowing us to still be here, April. Amen. And keeping us covered and protecting us, seeing and unseen dangers, highways and byways, mm-hmm. and just for protecting yes. us, just where we go, and just everything. And I'm just so grateful and thankful for His grace and mercy. And um, absolutely. And also the healthcare workers, as normal. Um, just grateful to be here. And still in my right mm-hmm. heaven mind, just feeling great, feeling good, exercising, yeah, my water, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. You know what I'm ready for, April? What are you ready for? I'm ready for to put my feet up under a restaurant table. I don't know when it's going to be, because I'm still going to be kind of leery of people once they do open up the restaurants. <laughs> Right, right. If you hear a cough in the building, you already know. Girl, (laughs) everybody liable to run out. (laughs) That's bad. And I hate you hate even be scornful like that, but I'm telling it's gonna be a while before we get back to the normal. I feel it is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that 100 percent Um, but you know, we the only thing right now that we cannot do is go to restaurants and, you know, go to, like, public places, right? Right, right, right. But 
and, and my sister and I were having this conversation the other day. Okay. The question is, what do you need? Have you needed anything during this whole entire time that we've been on lockdown? Yeah, I have. What? Some dick. Uh, other than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> other than that. Other than that. Um, um. <laughs> have you needed anything else? Um. Other than the comfort of a man. Yeah. A big dick. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding, people. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just trying to lighten the situation. No, to be honest with you, no, I, I have to say, I've been covered with everything. Um, you know, and I can't, I can't even say that I've really been really lonely because it's like I talk to God, you know, all the time and listening to my music, I read my Bible, I, um, you know, just keep myself busy and plus i've been working too so that's helping that's that helps a lot working getting out the house have to go to work come back home um take me a shower or whatever lay down go to sleep by the time it's time for me to get up it's time for me to go back to work you know on my long nights mm -hmm. but um other than that um besides the other part i'm good how about you you know once again i have not needed it for anything at all, um, excuse me, you had company last week too, didn't you? I have no idea what you're talking about. Sir. Okay, all right, yeah, hey, oh. that next episode come out that I can't turn it to a video. That was a very, very, very good and funny uh podcast. So, I'm gonna I'm figure it out, man. I'm gonna give y'all a double dose of us, it's just too much, but continue. I'm sorry. Um, like I say, you know, you don't need another, I don't need another shirt. I don't need another pair of jeans. I don't need another dress. I don't need anything like going to the malls and going to, you know, Ross and TJ Maxx and Marshalls and, okay. you know, stores like that. I don't need anything else. I bought me some shoes last winter. I bought me some summer shoes last winter, you know, really okay. good shoes, really, really cheap. So I really don't need anything. Thank God the grocery stores are still open. Wow. But man. I could miss a meal or no, I'm, I'm not gonna say that because I don't want to miss any toilet meals, paper. But you have toilet paper and paper towels. I have I have toilet paper and paper towels. Okay, well I'm down to three rows. It's real talk. And every store that I always go to, it is it, it they don't have any. So you have to find out when the trucks come. Right, but th until then, if I run out of these three rows, I was gonna see if you go shoot shoot a couple of rows over there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It's, I have enough color paper where I can actually do that, and I will be I will still be okay. That is funny because wow. when I go into a store and I see that they have toilet, I just buy some, whether I need it or not. I just right, buy but it. That, but I haven't been in any stores that have it. But I'm like this too, April. When I go grocery shopping, I go ahead and do that. And I look for it. I don't see it. I'm not going anymore. So I, I'm not, I don't know what it is. I've always kind of been this way. I hate to go in stores. Now, I mean, a lot of this, I really, really have to. 
you know, if I could bypass it, yeah, I haven't shopped, I haven't shopped for clothes or anything in, in, in a while, I mean, a long time. It don't have nothing to do with the coronavirus or anything like that, but I just, I just hate it. Just don't like going into stores. I never knew that about you, Spring. Yeah, I don't. Um, or grocery stores. <laughs> But I know I got the eat, so that makes me not get down to the last. That's when I go to the grocery <laughs> Literally, to the last, I'm hungry. Okay, let me go to the grocery store. I never knew that about you. Yeah. See, and, I love grocery stores. And the older I, I love get, them. the older I get, the worse I get. And I guess when I had, when Jay was small, I was there mm-hmm. all the time because of him. And it, like, it mm-hmm. made me have to go. But since he's not here, I, I, you know, I get what I can get and try to make it last at least two weeks. And after that, uh oh, mm-hmm. I got to go to the grocery store. And I hate it. I really do. But hey, you learn oh, something no, new every day. I love going to grocery stores. Yeah. And if you I had really somebody do. to shop really for me, do. to shop for me and pick up what I like, I would do that. I'm telling you. You should do like Instacart. No, see, they can't pick. See, I got to see my meats and stuff. See, that's the only thing that I'm kind of leery about that I have to see the type of meats you're getting me and vegetables. Uh-huh. That's the only thing. Okay. But other than that, okay. would, you like, would you like to acknowledge anybody, um, April? Um, I want to give a shout out to all of the teachers, all of the educators, um, during this time of uh our you know quarantine. Um, we really honestly don't know if we're going back to school um the rest of this year. Um, we don't know what next year is going to look like because, wow. you know, much like hospitals, schools are hotbeds of yes. you know, viruses. Yes. Um, and so we, you know, I just want to give a shout out to all of the educators because we are still working very hard um, with online classes, with, you know, doing this online distance, distance, distance education. Um, you know, for our kids and, and making sure that they are still, you know, supported and they still know the information that they need to know for their particular grade. So I just want to give a shout out to all of the educators um, who, you know, we're still working, you know, we're still working and, and it's hard work. It's not easy, um, you know, taking taking curriculum that you know, you have planned for face-to-face and then trying yeah. to having to switch that over into online. So, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to all of the educators during this okay. time. All right, educators and healthcare workers. And mm-hmm. uh, don't forget about UPS. Man, I tell you what, they're doing and a job. the there. people that work at the um, post office. Yes. Thankful yeah. for them. Very much thankful. Well, let them. me know. Let me, I don't know if I want to say anything about UPS because let me tell you. Uh-oh. I ordered a desk, right, for my autism. I'm trying to set up an office space, so I ordered a desk. Okay. And yesterday, the desk was delivered. Okay. So I'm like, okay, great, you know. But then I get home, and I didn't see it on the front porch. Uh-oh. So I was like, what in the world? Where? In-? I was like, oh, my God, somebody stole my desk. <clears throat> so I looked at the email, and it said that the box was on the side of the house so UPS delivered my box on the other side of my garage oh man and so the box was opened 
And I looked and I said, okay, well, I can, you know, how heavy can this desk be, right? I can move this from the side of the house to, you know, inside the house. Honey, I looked at the the thing. That desk weighs 126 pounds. <laughs> what? You kidding me? How did you get in the house? I had to call my cousin, and my cousin's husband came over and helped me move the desk. I slid the desk from well the box I slid the box from the side of the house to the front of the house and then he came over and I told him you know well let's just you know if we could just get it on the porch we can slide the box into the house and so that's what we eventually ended up doing so it so so I blame UPS because UPS could have just honestly left that box on my front porch because who was going to come and pick up a 126 pound desk who was going to steal that you and I live right next door to my pull a truck up. Listen, I mean, you, you be surprised. I live right next door to my father. Okay. I live right next door to my uncle. <laughs> I live right across the street from, to, from my cousin. So okay. it's okay. not like I'm living in the in the heart of the hood, you know. Right. Right, I right. live off of the main highway. Only people that really come down here are people that have to come down here. Okay. So yeah. Okay, I'd like to still give a shout out to UPS because they've been sending my stuff on time. Thank you, UPS. <laughs> I'm sorry they have not been leaving anything. Now they will leave stuff on you know in front of my door, but normally I'm here and I, you know, mm-hmm. um I just open my door and just see sometimes they knock on the door, sometimes they don't. But I be listening out mm-hmm. for certain things, you know. So I thank you mm-hmm. that, you know, you've been okay. Well, I'm glad you got your, your hundred fifty pound table and um yeah. Oh my God. Your desk. That's all good. So, April. Yes. We talked about, we got a little segment of getting stuff off our chest. And for some reason, I have been sitting here, you know, just thinking about, you know, we always got to talk about men, folks. You know, we got to throw them in there. Can't leave them out. Mm-hmm. When there is a breakup between a man and a woman, Mm-hmm. Just thinking about how our emotions are, I think, totally different. How we react from what a man reacts, from what I have mm-hmm. seen, and you know, from my experience, you know, when we have heartbreak, you know, we don't want to be bothered. We want to stay in the house. We want to cry. We don't want to eat, or some do like to eat. We just want to be by ourselves, or we just be so hurt and upset we don't want to want to stay in the bed you know we're in such a dark mm-hmm. place you don't want to see no other men. at least i don't you don't want to see no other men is other men that you know that may like you you don't want to see them you don't want to talk to nobody you just don't want to be around nobody because you want your man that you just broke up with mm-hmm. right you're supposed to love now versus okay. how most men react they have another woman within a week <laughs> <laughs> and that's because they, they they don't want to have time to think about their emotions and how they feel because a man I think really is worse than a woman once it really oh, hits absolutely. and he doesn't want absolutely. to be by himself so I often wonder like how can they do this like just grab another chick they don't even really know bring the woman in the house 
and just be with her constantly. And then I realized it's because they don't want to show their emotions or their feelings and come back to you and realize that they screwed up. They don't want to have to do that. So they'd rather have that woman. But eventually, as time go on, you know you heal. And then nine times out of ten, once you heal and everything, that man try to come, you know, he'll try to come back. Especially when he realized you were the one, you know. So that's just something I wanted to get out of my chest. For some reason, you know, that laid on me. And I was like, mm-hmm. trying to decide why, you know, I don't understand why men do the way they do and keep, they just, they just messy. Messy as hell. And they know they messy. Would you agree? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Men are very messy. Men are the messiest. So would you like to engage in anything with that or getting off your chest? Or do you have anything (gasps) to get off your chest? I mean, that's something that was just on my... Okay. Yeah. You can do it. They didn't hear the other podcast. So you can go for it. (laughs) Um, Not today. I, you know... Okay. just you know men get yourself together like (laughs) okay I will say this I will say this so you know in this you know single lady culture that they have now you know that's abounding um you always see you know women have to prepare themselves for a husband you gotta learn how to cook you gotta learn how to clean you gotta get your credit right you gotta you know, you have to do all of these things, right. right, to prepare yourselves, quote unquote, for a husband. However, I very rarely see anybody saying anything about men preparing themselves for a wife. You know, it's like, oh, well, especially like if you're in the, in church culture, you know, right? Um, it right. it's always, oh, women, you know, get ready for your Boaz. You got to prepare for your Boaz. And right, Ruth, right. Man, Ruth was Ruth was in a position where she was ready right. to get the Boaz. You know, you right. you see all of this, you hear all of these things, but nobody says anything about men for having to prepare themselves for a wife. No one ever says anything about that. You know, That's and true. then when they get these these wonderful, great, beautiful women to marry them, then it's like they they still don't know how to be husbands because no, no. nobody prepared them to, for being a husband. But the women know pretty much how to be a wife because you know right. we we have we are taught from the very beginning. Oh, don't no yes. man want a woman with a nasty house. Don't right. no man want a woman that can't cook. Don't right. no man want a woman that all no. she do is spend money. Don't right. no man want a woman that wear makeup all the time. Don't no man, you know what right. what men don't want. But no one says women don't want a man that's that's a whore out here in these streets. Because you know women they're don't, whore. Women don't want <laughs> right. Women, women don't want a man who don't know how to keep they their penises in their pants. Right. Women don't want a man who has bad credit. Women don't want a man who don't have a driver's license. Um, Women don't want a man who have been breeders, meaning you have multiple children by multiple women at a very young age. Women don't want, but women have been taught to accept these these crumbs, like their whole pieces of bread. Right, that's true. You see what I'm saying? Women have been taught 
oh, well, if that man, if he shows you interest and he's nice to you, then why won't you talk to him? Yeah, he nice to me, but he got yeah, six but... kids by five women. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with because you not only have to deal with the kids, but the baby mothers. You got to deal with them, and you don't know if he's still messing with them. And oh, uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I saw this thing on Facebook today, right? Where this girl was, you know, how people write into and ask for advice. I don't know if it's true or not because you know it was on Facebook. The girl basically was like the her ex-husband is has married well her baby's father has married somebody else now, right? Right. And the woman that he married has her own business and the business grossed a million dollars last year. Wow. The man is already paying the baby mama child support. He's paying her $900 a month. The the baby mama is also married to another man. Okay. Right? Okay. But because she found out that wife made a million dollars in her business, oh, the business man. made a million dollars last year, she wants to take that man and the wife to court to get more money. More and she's money. married. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair because that's that wife's money. That's not the husband's money. They're already into this business together, or that was already her company. Or you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was the baby mama writing in to ask the question. So that's what I'm saying. So when you get with these men, when we when women, especially single women, get with these men, we have to take all of these things into consideration. We have to take all of these things into account because you never know what would happen that woman how you know that woman would not have won the lottery that's what i'm saying and, 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 and the money is coming out of your house gonna, just saying the, 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 the baby mama gone the baby mama want to take y'all to court for your lottery winnings i don't think because they fair. got a baby that's what well, i'm saying it's not, not right well, I'm not a, go ahead i'm sorry i'm just saying it's just not right and you know, like I said, no one teaches men how to prepare to be a husband. No one teaches men how to prepare to have to prepare themselves and their homes for a wife. You want to know why? Because a lot of these men don't even live by themselves. So they don't even know what it is to, because it's easier for them to be contributors than it is for them to be producers. Okay, and so the whole world has laid it out. To, for for life to be so easy for men, and yet they would rather, in in a lot of times, they would rather come into the program that a woman has established for herself, come into that, and just you know contribute. They don't even That's have true. to produce anything. All, only thing they're producing, only only thing, and and some of them can't even do this. The only thing they're producing is hard dick. That's it. Now they can produce that if and they can like produce said, nothing else. They can so lay pipe. They can lay the pipe now. After the age of forty, for I'll say I'll say fifty. After the age of fifty, we need to think about that shit because that shit ain't getting hard every time. Oh, okay, April. Wait a minute now, because I'm about That's to be insane. fifty at the end of this year, and I will tell you. You also, you're also not a, a man. Yeah, but I have um had put my business out in the streets, but uh. I've been with a 58, 59-year-old. Let me tell you, he threw down, honey. I don't know what he took or what he didn't take. But, um, 
Yeah. So to me, now, wait a minute. And there's a lot of young guys, believe it or not, can't get it up. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They need, they need to know how to con- <laughs> or they get too excited. They can't. <laughs> now, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Some of them, they can't even get it up. And like I said, because once again, because they have been man whores in their earlier years. Yes, about the time they get 35, 40, oh man, they are By the time they get 40, they they don't even work anymore like it should. You see what I'm saying? Or or they they are bogged down now with high blood pressure and diabetes and, they got and I don't care what yeah. nobody said men who got diabetes and that take that take that darn insulin especially if they shoot that shit <laughs> especially if they got to use the needle honey they ain't doing too much in the bedroom now that no. I know for a fact <laughs> you are terrible I'm not having that day but yeah is that not the and truth? Then they, that's the truth and then they get mad with you because they saying it's you, and you know it ain't you. It's the that insulin. You, it's what them. They, yeah, they know. They know that. Or but that's why. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. that blood pressure medicine. Those things really mess with the man's nature. It does. You know what I'm saying? Or they or they or they haven't ate, eaten right all of their life, and then they come to you with this unhealthy penis. No, sir. You need to take a walk and and eat some watermelon and eat some bananas or something. Get yourself together. <laughs> take some black seed oil before you try to do anything with me. Then they get with you. I don't know what's wrong. Nigga, that's shut the up. Worst. Yes, you do. Nigga, that's the worst. <laughs> right. That mm. is the worst. And don't... Oh, Look, man. We got to talk the... about that. Girl, I don't even... Mm. All right, go ahead. Because I just can't take it. But if if anything had to be has to be on my mind, it is the fact that I let me reiterate the fact that everyone tells you know every outlet tells single women how to be wives and how to prepare themselves to be right. wives. But no, no, I I have not seen yet an outlet that teaches men right how to how be, be husband. Yes, that's where. That's where, now the, the people missed that on the other podcast that I can't seem to get right, but I'm going to put that out too. That's where the mothers or the fathers, and if the father's not mm-hmm. there, the mothers, they're not men, but they can raise their sons and teach them what they think a man should be. Because I mm-hmm. hate to hear a man say, um, y'all not a man, how can a woman raise a man? Listen, I raised one. Oh, yeah, I'm not a man. I don't have a penis, okay? But by my experience of how I wanted my son to grow up to be a man, a man that I would want to be involved with, I raised my son that way. A good man, mm-hmm. meaning respect yourself. You don't put your hands on a woman. He'll tell you. I told him that very early in life. Because mm-hmm. girls used to chase him and want to fight him and hurt him and kick him. He's like, Mommy, what am I supposed to do? I said, run. Run from them, James. You know why? Because you can beat a woman. You can hurt a woman. And first he was like, what? So I'm mm-hmm. going to stand there and let them know. Run from them. They they can't catch you. So he said he always remembered mm-hmm. that. He said he always remembered that. You don't put your hands on a woman. And 
you learn how to take care of you first. You get you a wife, and then you'll know how to take care of your family. So, yes, a woman can teach a man how to be a man in her eyes. Okay? Mm -hmm. And you need to talk to your, if you got, if you have sons, you could talk to them just like you would your, your daughters. Me and my son is very close. We talk about everything from the rooter to the tutor. And it was very easy for me to talk to him about sex. He was very mature, always been very mature. He accepted everything, the woman's nature and the, uh, how the woman's period, I mean, period and everything. He was very mature about everything. So when he got up the age inside, you know, it's like this. He did very well. He's 25. He don't have any children. He graduated from college, got his bachelor's degree in criminal justice. He did very well. Mm-hmm. He traveled all over the world to basketball. So I'm very proud of him. If he start getting kids right now, there's nothing I could say because I had him at 25. And he did a mm-hmm. whole lot better and went a whole lot further than me. And that's what you want your children to do. You want them to do better than you. You want them to go further mm-hmm. life better than you. You know you've done your job. And thank God, at the top of the list, if it wasn't for God, he wouldn't be where he is and who he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, I'm telling you, man, women, we, hey, we can, we can show a man how to be a man in our eyes. So I, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I thank God for that. So to continue on, sorry to get off track, but yeah, it burns me up because a lot of these boys is the way they are because their mother's not raising them and teaching them. They're teaching them to lay up on women. They're teaching them to mm-hmm. uh, do nothing. Oh, the woman to take care of you. No, that, that's not the way God had it set up. The man was supposed to be the protector, the provider, and take care of the woman. Now everything is flipped in reverse. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I hate that because I see these young men lazy, walking them down the street, smoking a cigarette, walking with Pat and Charlie. And that's an old school term. If you don't know what Pat and Charlie is, your feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Walking mm-hmm. all over, and I guarantee you, 99.5% of the time, when you see a man driving a vehicle, especially young guys, and the female on the other side, that's her vehicle. And they go into her apartment. Mm-hmm. Because you see these young girls make it so easy for them to still be kids, still be a child. They don't want to grow up. They don't want to be men. Hey, I want you to be right. my mother. Like you were saying in the other episode, I want you to be my mother. I'm not going to be nobody else's mother. James is my son. I refuse to have a man in my life that I have to be his mother and his lover. I don't think so, honey. Keep right on walking with mm-hmm. your pet talk. No, I'm good. I'm good. On that note, right, I'm man. So that's rich girl. I'm getting upset. I see. I see. But that's what happens when you know. But then once you become these men's mothers. Oh, they're no longer sexually attracted to you. They yeah. don't, and then you wonder why three years in and he cheated because you have turned into his mother and not his girlfriend, not his partner. Oh. You have allowed him to come into your life and right. and 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 just you know turn it into turn it completely upside down. Right. And you, like I said, you let him borrow your car. You paying a car insurance. You let him come live in the house with you. You buying groceries. All mm-hmm. he got to do is give you half of the light bill. Maybe mm-hmm. half of the rent. Maybe. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so he can buy speakers and he can buy PlayStations and he can buy his weed and he can buy his liquor and he can do whatever it is that he I wants want to do to. because so many women allow it to happen. Yes, sit back, play these video games, drinking everything, uh, eating up everything, and all he know he got to do what he think that's all he got to do is supply some dick. Yeah, shoot, you can you can it. get you a silver bullet that. Sometimes that's even better because you got to worry about the white. Drawing your insides, roughing you up on the inside. Shoot, girl, please. Girl, be quiet. That's what I tell people, honey. And I tell, I'm quick to tell a man now. Listen, let me tell you something, sir. <laughs> I don't need you. Right? Like, it, I'm really at the point in my life where if a man is not bringing something of value to my table. life. I know that's right. I don't eat them in my life and when I say something of value you know I'm not talking about their dick because one right. thing about I can make my own self come and I can do that very well I do a very good job at that I don't need anybody else to help me with that so if the only thing you have to bring to me is penis you can keep that I'm good I'm good I need something of value what type right. of knowledge do you have? What can you do? I need some blinds hung up in my house right now. Do you know how to hang up some blinds? Girl, do you, you know, know how to do you know how to I need somebody to put this desk together? Can you do that? I need somebody to come and change out my floors into in from the room that I want. I wanted somebody to take that carpet up and put my floor down. Can you do that? What value? Right. What type of value that are you adding so to my life? True. And if you're not adding any value, and value is not necessarily money all, all the time, let me stay, say that as well. Right. Right. Value is so much more than money. Yes. I need things done. I'm a Simple single woman. Thing. I live by myself. My father is set, uh, almost 75 years old. I need someone, can you cut my grass yes. when it's 100 Simple degrees things. outside? People don't realize being a man, not also helping out the simple things, like you said, cutting grass. And you know what's really, really, really sad? You got a lot of these guys don't even know how to change a freaking tire. Absolutely. And I want to, Absolutely. I want to thank somebody that's no longer here, and I love him dearly. He was my son, my say grandfather as well. My best friend Josette, her dad, Mr. Roy Simpson. He passed about three or four years ago now, and I really do miss him. He was my, I was actually his fishing partner, and we had such a great time together. And one day he told me, he said, Spring, do you know anything about a vehicle? And I was like, no, not really. He said, well, who do your oil change? I said, well, I take it so-and-so and get it done. Do you know how to change a tire? No, I change. And one day he said, he said, do you think a man is going to always be in your life or always be around you? He said, just think about it. He said, what if you had a flat tire? And you had a spare tire in the back, but you was on a dark road somewhere. And you didn't know how to change it. You would sit there all night because you couldn't get in contact with nobody because you couldn't change. He said, baby, you need to know how to change a tire. You don't know how to do anything else. And he taught me how to change a tire. And I'm very good at changing tires. He taught me how to do my oil change. I used to do my oil change. You know, I'm just saying, it, women, you need to know how to do simple things when it comes to change the type because I guarantee you that man you with if he's sitting in that car and he know you got a flat tire and he looking at you funny 
He don't know how to change it. And that right there would be a, a goodbye for me because I couldn't deal with no man on how to change right. my tire. That's like one of the simplest things you should be able to do. And if you can't change the tire, you I, can't I, help I me. Agree. I agree. And if you and one thing about that, if you don't know how to do it, YouTube University is free. YouTube will teach you whatever you need to know. So you don't know how to do it. And you've never had a man in your life to oh teach you how to do things like that. Go to That's YouTube and look it up. You turn up tomorrow. Turn and find off. out how to how to do things like that. But That's one true. thing I'm gonna say too, I'm gonna say this too. At my big almost forty age, <laughs> I am not dealing with right. It's a good age, but let me just say this. I'm not dealing with the man that I cannot call in time of emergency. If you're I'm exactly and uh, I can't call you because I'm in crisis or you or you. Me. Oh, dang. Let me let me see what I can do. And I ain't talking about if you at work, if you at work. OK. All right. I understand. But if it's on a Saturday afternoon and ain't nobody doing nothing and I have a crisis, whatever it may be, and right. I can't call you and you come over here immediately. There's nothing for you and I to talk about, sir. You I stay right that. where you at. You keep exactly. yourself and your penis right where you at. Because exactly. see, one thing about that, one thing about that is, you know, I I know the value that I bring to someone's right. life. Right. I know that without a shadow of a doubt. I know the type of value that I bring to someone's life. Right. And so if you as a man cannot give me value back then there's no need for us to be together. I agree. I will agree on that, on, on that note. We're going to move. We're going to move right along. We got, we in like 37 minutes, 46 seconds. Um, but that was great. April. I enjoy that. I enjoy that getting stuff off our chest. Cause that went deep. That went really deep. So to lighten things up just a little bit, we're going to come back to the men folk with the topic, but um, we're going to lighten stuff <laughs> up a little bit. With the celebrity news. So. Okay. Babyface and Teddy Riley. The second time that they went back to battle. The first time was horrible, mm-hmm. terrible. Teddy Riley was doing totally too much. Love him dearly. Mm-hmm. Babyface, won, Babyface won them three rounds to me. Okay, the second round. They switched up the music. Very good. I know you didn't see it, April. It was very good. And then, April, guess what happened? <laughs> what happened? Right at the end, they couldn't finish it. When they got to like that seventeenth song, it went mm-hmm. out. So they just Lord. stopped it like that. So actually, rewind before that. Face couldn't get on Teddy Riley's IG because Teddy Riley's IG kept freezing. I was like, Ooh. "Here we go again with this bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> Damn technical <laughs> difficulty. So then Teddy Riley went on. Babyface Instagram live. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything was good. And then somebody put on a screen that Teddy read and said, Hey, you need to turn your, your music up a little bit. Cause of course, Babyface things sounded good. He had a nice red blazer on nice white shirt, had the candles in the back, sitting in the studio looking sexy, fine. Oh, just looking good. Scrumptious. You know what I'm saying? Teddy I Riley never thought Babyface was fine, but go ahead. I thought he's so uh, he's I thought he was very sexy and he's always calm and cool and collective. So Teddy Riley 
starts moving. I was like, oh no, just sit still. He gets up and it's moving. As soon as he get up out of his seat to go check on something, he said, oh, my phone is dying. So you mean to tell me you knew this was going on again? He had to go plug his damn phone up. Girl, <laughs> I was like, I'm so done with him. I would never watch nothing else that he participated in because he is messy and sloppy. You're going to tell me you had all day to charge your darn phone. My, oop, my phone getting ready to go out. Let me get. Girl, he was, and he was moving, and it seemed like he started moving, everything started freezing. Babyface looking at him sideways again, like, come on now, we ain't bringing this BS again. But it ended up going to all the way to 17 instead of 20, uh, because it, it kicked him out and all this stuff. But I will say this, that battle between Babyface and Teddy Riley, it broke the in the Instagram record. Yeah. They, they yeah, had over a half a million. It was like, I think, oh, well, 530. That's the most that it could take. And then everybody else was watching it on bootleg sites. And mm -hmm. altogether, it was like 4 million people was watching this. So that lets mm. me know that even when it was battling with the rappers, it didn't even mm -hmm. break the bank. Mm -hmm. But when it went to old school R&B, people still listening to old school R&B. Absolutely. And it's time. It's timeless and priceless, and um, it, it, hey, it was wonderful. And Teddy did a lot better with um his music choice of music and stuff like that. So everything it was it went really well. I really enjoyed it. And also in celebrity news, Prince' anniversary of his death was yesterday, April the twenty first, two thousand sixteen, and mm -hmm. he's been dead for four years now, and I miss him mm -hmm. dearly. And great, Me I was too. such a big Prince fan, and I'm gonna tell a story later on about his song "Adore," how it um, changed my life forever, <laughs> literally. Um, I was never the same again after that song. <laughs> but anyway, so you know the story. Don't leak it out. Don't leak it out. But anyway, okay. Uh, D Nice did mm -hmm. a, a whole like five hour tribute to Prince, playing all his music. And some of the songs, I'm telling you, I've never even heard. I'm, I'm assuming it was like B songs, but they were really beautiful and nice, really slow and nice. And I just fell in love with Prince all over again. And um, I was in my mm -hmm. film today. And, um, it was wonderful. And of course, this is funny. So I've been trying to hit on D-Nice. I know he's got so many women in there trying to hit on him and this and that, trying to throw something out there. So I've changed my name like... Um, Three times <laughs> on Instagram. I put a different picture up. Uh-huh. Um, the first one was uh Spring Kiss. The second thing mm -hmm. was Chocolate Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get his attention. So this time I was like, damn, you know what? My name is Spring 49. <laughs> so that's my name. <laughs> Why don't you why don't you change it to something that would really get his attention? That's, like that's my name. Uh, my name is Spring. Because every time I tell somebody that they say, What you say your name was again, or what's your real name? I've been going through this for almost mm -hmm. 50 years. That's why I said, My name is Spring. I kept it simple. I'm gonna keep my name in it. I don't want to use no other slang, chocolate, or uh, peanut butter or whatever. 
And I think okay. that's cool enough. And he, like I said, it'd be other women up there because you can actually see what they be saying to him and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's all good. Maybe I get a chance to meet him. But anyway, Saturday, this Saturday, this is the rest of the celebrity news, and I'm ending it. D Nice will continue to be in his uh, living room, throwing out mm-hmm. good music. He was in his bag the other night, girl. I mean, he was deep in his bag. And um, mm-hmm. his background view is wonderful. And MTV. He's going to be on MTV and what's the other channel? It, well, MTV is one of the places he's going to be on. Going live yeah, trying. Music for everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so I mean, he's cool. anywhere. I mean, he have like 30, 40, 50,000 in there and Holly Berry's always in there. And Apollonia was in there the other day. She was in there yesterday for the Prince tribute. I mean, when she comes in there, you'll see her name and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. Stephanie Mills is always in there. Melba Moore. Look, guess who else was in there, girl? Saturday. Who? I mean, to call you. Ghostface Killer. No, Wednesday. he was not. Yes, he was. And I said, of course, I sent him a message. <laughs> 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 Sorry, April. I sent him a message. I sent him a message. I couldn't help myself. Frank, yes. You can't. Not be sending Ghostface Killer no, messages. Did. Well, look, if Method Man was in there, I would have sent him, but he on, wasn't in there. Hold on, hold on, Spring. Hold on, my phone ringing. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hello. So, in the meantime, while April is on the phone, um, that's pretty much it. You know, D Nice, he's a great DJ from um the group Boogie Down Production from the Bronx with KRS One. Me and him the same age. Well, actually, he'll be 50 May the 9th. And, um, yeah, waiting for April to uh, get off her phone. It must be important. Um, I didn't want to go no further until she actually come back, but I didn't want to have no pauses either in this. So, the next thing we're going to talk about is the topic of today. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry, guys. It was uh, I figured it was important. It was my doctor's office. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was my doctor's office. Okay. No COVID, I expect. Absolutely. Okay, not. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> when the doctor called you. Nor my pregnant. I did hear you cough earlier. <laughs> 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 I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing. That is so terrible. No, look, real quick. Let me, I got a funny story. So one day I was talking to this, uh, one of my guy friends, you know, and uh, you know how you clear your throat, you know, when you're talking to somebody, don't quite clear it, you know, so you got to cough again. (laughs) And so we're talking and I'm like, yeah, so such and such and such. And I I cleared my throat like two or three times. And he was like, wait a minute, what's wrong with you? I told you it's going to be crazy when people get He was like, you all right? I was like, yes, I'm fine. What are you this talking is... about? He was like, well, you coughing a lot. <laughs> and people don't realize this is allergy season. It really is. I hate to even cough when I feel like I'm getting strangled a little bit. I'm <laughs> be like, people look at you. You hate to even cough. You know, you hate to even cough. But you know, the funny thing is, too, April Saturday, I went to pick up this, um, Nice table set. Um, I got with somebody, right? And I had one of my mm-hmm. friends. Believe it or not, one of my friends came over. And um, he helped me uh-huh. with it in the truck. No, it won't like that. You know who it is, my friend. 
Marlon. I haven't uh-huh. seen him in like three, four years. From the uh-huh. 90s. Okay. From the 90s, right? So I called him. He was like, what's going on? I said, I hope you don't think there's nothing going on. Going I need him, you know, this truck to get this uh, furniture. Okay. He bought, mm-hmm. We finally got it back and got it in here. He let out just a little cough. And I said, don't, you can't call me here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can't be doing that in here. You you had to go. Out. <laughs> that is so terrible. He looked at you me. How he bust out laughing. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I said, yeah, but you we we gonna be coughing up in here. And I looked at him side. <laughs> I was ready for him to go. When I heard that little, <clears throat> it was soft. <laughs> I was like, uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. You ain't playing me with that one, bro. Thank you for helping me get my table. <laughs> That is so terrible. That is so terrible. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but yeah, I thought about that when you said that. But um, anyway, getting back to the subject, the topic of today, and April picked this one, okay? I know y'all think I'm wild and this and that, but April actually picked this. I, I do have wild questions, though. The topic of today is sex after 30. Ah, so all my ladies, that's over 35. Hey! Yes, yes. All right. Okay, yes. Are you ready for these questions? I don't know, because you asked some crazy questions. <laughs> that's 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 where it's supposed to be. Okay, that's no easy. Got to you something to think about. Okay, they're not hard okay. questions. It's not hard. It's not hard for us. So Okay. Number one, I got it's just only three, but we can make it okay. a little fun, But yeah, the first question is, and also podcast family, if thank you for listening. Um, if you have any issues or you think we need to do something different or better, hit us on our email, living life with spring in April at gmail dot com. Living without the G. Okay. Um. Condoms or no condoms? If I'm in a relationship and we have both been tested and everything is good, um, no condoms. Um, if we if we have agreed to monogamy, um, but if it's just a you know, yeah, you know. Okay. If it's your maintenance man coming through to, okay. you know, clean the pipes, definitely condom. Okay. Now, <clears throat> my, my, um, how I feel, uh, my opinion, mm-hmm. condoms, I, I just, um, don't uh, trust. Time, even if you're like in a relationship. Even in a relationship. I'm going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I might not be married long, but I'm... <laughs> you would make your husband wear a condom? That's the next question. If you were married, would you make... Yes, I would. No, no I wouldn't. That's my husband. April. I guess when working... And I know... Yeah, you... Wow, I, mean, you I think I'm working so in the medical field. I see a lot of stuff, and a lot of them be married yeah. people, and I just don't get that part. So that makes me a little, you know, funny, you know, about certain things. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, since I'm not getting married, no way. But if I did, if I said I do to somebody, trust me, I have to trust them, and that that would be very hard for me 
And I will have to let him know, say, look, we're going to have to do this for a little bit until I, you know, really, really, really figure you out before we get married or whatever. But, but yeah, I don't have time for nobody trying to mess and endanger my life. And I get that. I get and, it. And, you know, I know how men love big booties and all. I don't have a big booty, you know, but I have what I have and it works very well. But mm-hmm. it's scary. It's scary out there. You know what I'm saying? So, do you prefer large, medium, or large? Large, (laughs) do you prefer large, medium, or small? And I'm not talking about pizza. (laughs) No dominoes. All right. So, I got another funny story. So, one night, (laughs) <laughs> this was a while ago <laughs> so I was talking to this guy right Okay. and uh, he was like he kept saying I got something for you girl I was like alright mister Uh-oh. you know whatever you know how they do a lot of talking I don't pay no yeah. attention to all that talking show me so <laughs> I went to his house one night you know we were just sitting there chilling you know and um he was like, I was laying on his chest, you know, oh, and you, you know, so things began to uh, heat up, I'll say. Okay. And <laughs> he was like, <laughs> go ahead and pull it out. Oh. <laughs> I said, okay. Spring. <laughs> I got a story for you too. Oh man, that's up. You know how you know how those clowns they have those um, <laughs> handkerchiefs that just keep going and going and going yes. and going, and you never know when it's gonna stop. Yeah, wow. he had I'm one thinking it's the opposite. Going and going and going. No, oh, <laughs> like, oh my god. I would have ran for him. You, I, I would have ran for him, but that was that's better than not having. Yeah, listen, I, t- I listen, listen. I'm a G, honey. I t- honey, <laughs> oh like G, honey. I was, I was pleasantly okay. surprised because, like I said, he had been doing all of this talking, you know. And typically, men that do they all talk, of that talking, and, yeah, right? Don't I have got yeah. stuff for you, girl. Da, 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 da. They don't really have too much, but my man, he came. He came right on through with okay. what he said he was going to do. I sure appreciated him. I may well, need to I call him. See how he doing. So See how he doing. You like, you like extra large then, huh? No. Honestly, I would prefer someone who is like medium. It eight doesn't have half, to be. Eight and a half big. to nine? That's kind of big spring. Seven and a half to eight? About six and a half to seven. But it's got to be thick, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like a little girth. I like yeah, a little you girth. You got to have that, yeah. So I would say between that's seven and a half to eight. That's that's medium. I prefer medium. Yeah, I don't want anything that's going to, like, rupture my cervix. Well, you sound like you had one the other night. <laughs> and- See, see, see what I'm saying? That's how lies get out. It was not the other night. I didn't oh, say the okay. other night. Last week? I said a little while ago. No, nope. oh, okay, I said a bad. little while ago. I did not say. Oh. <laughs> see, that's not, 
That's how lies and stuff get out. Well, honey, I got, well, mine's just the opposite of yours. Exactly the opposite. So once upon a time when I was in my 20s, I started dating this guy. Beautiful. Fine. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like on the light skin end, a Christopher Williams, I'll be sure type. Beautiful hair. I mean, just fine, fine, fine. Right. So mm-hmm. I noticed that the girlfriends that he had in the past, they all cheated on him. He was a pretty man. I mean, pretty, right? So on my 27th birthday, he took me out. We went out to eat, went to the movies. I can't even remember the movie we saw. But anyway, he went and got a hotel room. So I'm sitting back chilling. Pretty mother. Mm. Right? Get up in there. So, you know, by then I wasn't shy. So I was right. like, okay. I was like, come on, get in the shower with me, whatever. He didn't want to do that. I thought that was a little strange. So mm-hmm. I got in the shower, mm-hmm. took the shower, this and that. You know, I dried myself off. And I didn't mind him sitting there looking at me watching. Myself, drying myself mm-hmm. off. Right? So I sit down. So he proceeded to go in the bathroom after me. And he tried to close the door. I said, oh, leave the door open. Leave the door open. Took it off his He's taking all the clothes. He's like, no, no, no. So he calls me. I said, well, maybe he's shy. He took mm-hmm. a shower. He got a shower. So I pushed the door back open. I was like, he was like, uh, he had his towel wrapped around his waist. So then he tried to put the light out. Not on my, not on my watch. Put that light back on, man. <laughs> so I noticed that when he was drying off, I didn't see nothing jingling. I didn't even see no ball. Usually you see the balls hanging or something under the towel. Oh, my God. Nothing. So I'm looking like, where's his nuts at? Where's his balls? I'm looking nothing. So he's drying off. Like, and he's like, you he hit the lights. And I was like, no, I don't want to hit no lights. He's like, yeah, come on. I'm like, he's just making so much ruckus about it. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Not ruckus. Right? Oh, man. That pretty it was a small spring. Small ain't even the word. Jimmy the Cricket, uh, Jimmy the Cricket, small, and honey, I dimmed the lights. I dimmed the lights. Like I think I had like the light over something, but everything is I put out, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to deal with this girl. I was like, I was ready to go home, but I didn't want to hurt the man's feelings. And honey, he up there oh huffing, huffing, and puffing, <laughs> waking sweat, and I'm sitting there just looking at him like, nigga. <laughs> if you like that scene in uh, Waiting to Exhale, I could have had oh, a VA. Like, yes. Oh, no, he making all that noise. I, I know it was good to him. I know I was good to him, but it wasn't good to me. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at him, and I'm talking about after he got done, I got, got took another shower. He wanted me to my pat himself on his chest. He wanted me to lay on his chest. I'm like, for what? I'm looking at him like, for what? <laughs> I had to lay on that man chest. I couldn't hurt his feelings. And Aww. I'm like, and then on top of that, he didn't even do oral sex. So that that right there was it was I said, no oh. wonder your girlfriend cheated oh. on you. Well, anyway. Yeah. I lived in that bed all night long. It probably was like maybe midnight. And I had to lay in that bed to about six, seven o'clock. I was so ready to go home. I tried to make up every excuse. I'm like, hey, you take me home, but. He took me out for my birthday and stuff, and he was cool. And 
But you can best believe. Mm. But anyway, on a lighter note, that just that mm. brought my spirit down. That brought me ooh, it brought it down. But anyway, yeah. Okay, April. Yeah. We've been talking for fifty minutes. Oh no, that's sad. But uh, and another thing, I want to I want to add to this. You might add some to it too. Okay. I don't like a man that don't do oral sex. Period. If you don't do oral yeah, sex, that's you've got to stay away from me. We will never have sex. We could I could only be your friend. And that's all I could be to you. Now, mind you, if you're not going to do oral sex, but then you're going to get me all worked up like you're going to put it down and you don't last but two seconds, I will, at least, I will at least give you one more try. And so maybe the guy's nervous. Maybe he's just, you know, really feeling himself right now. He's just nervous and trying to prove something. And that second time, and you do the same thing, you don't have to ever worry about me again offering you anything or you come asking me and I'm not giving up now we'll never give you no more coochie that's real talk you won't get no more of this biscuit so for the men out there listen don't be upsetting women like that if you know you're a two-minute man you better be you better have you better be on your oral game that's all I can tell you you pumping and pumping. Yeah, absolutely girl <laughs> especially if you haven't had nothing in a long time and you looking for it boom you done ate good drinking a little bit feeling good dancing happy and he pumped you about five times and it's over and then he looking at you uh, you looking at him no that is so terrible that is that, the worst that, that is. is the worst but let, I just want to say that you know for so long and this is kind of changing changing the trajectory here I just want to say that for so long, what I'm loving to see is the liberation that a lot of women now are experiencing um, behind sex. Um, I think that it is so very important for us to truly, especially women over 35, because we come from that era where, you know, our grandmas made us go to church and, you know, we were taught that you know, we have got to be pure and we're not going to get a husband. You know, once again, we're not going to get a husband if, Mind you, know, you April, in, in, them women, and not saying your grandma, okay, I'm not saying your grandma, but them women were out there screwing in the cornfields. I heard all the stories about them old, them church women. They were, they were out there getting theirs too, and the men were too. They, they probably were. They, they probably were. were. But I'm just saying, yeah. we were taught. Yes. The children we were taught. Right. Right, Even right. though they may have been doing it in the cornfields and in the car at the juke joint oh, and everything were, else. Oh, I heard a lot right. about yeah. Right. We were taught, the children were taught, the girls were right. taught right. primarily to, to keep themselves chaste. Yes. Right. To keep themselves quote unquote pure. Not to have sex. Not And, and some people are still being taught that. Right. I remember um I don't know if you watch Married at First Sight, but not this last season, but the season before last, there was this girl who, you know, had gotten married at first sight, and she had a very hard time showing her new husband, even though, you know, they were strangers and they didn't know each other, but she never even allowed this man to get to know her intimately because she, and, and this is just not about sex. He, she didn't even allow him to get her to know her intimately because she was so hung up on what, quote unquote, the church says. 
okay. that women should be and that women should do and how women should right. act. And I'm going to be 100% honest and very transparent here and say that, you know, even sexually, I know what I bring to the table, right? No, right. I'm the type where, you know, there are no inhibitions. I don't care. I mean, you know, as long as it doesn't include animals, children, or, or you know, plants <laughs> or insects. Please make that, you know, <laughs> make that, make that clear. Right. We don't want you to have, be out here right. like a, a female R. Kelly. All right. Exactly. As Girl. long as it does not include animals, children, insects, or plants, <laughs> listen, we can do pretty much whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. There are no inhibitions pretty much when it comes to me sexually. But, and I'm very open. Right. But I think that the church has has done a disservice to women and men too to young girls, young boys, well, really young girls, because boys, once again, they're never held up to the standard that women are. Right. To young women who, you know, want to love God, who want to, who want to, you know, worship God, but they also realize once they get, you know, 16, 17, 18, you know, wait a minute now, something is happening down here. And right. don't tell them to just pray it away because that right. don't work. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Don't tell them to take a cold shower because that doesn't work. Don't tell them, oh, well, God going to take care of you. Yeah, God is going to take care of me. But what am I What am I supposed to do about this heat in between my legs at this point? You see well, what I I'm will, saying? But I will, so I, I will tell I really you. I will. Think that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No. Well, I was I just going to. Say that. I was just going to say that, you know, it's a disservice. It is a disservice and it's not fair. And then you have girls, 16, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 year old girls who grow up into these women who have a very hard time. Um, and, and excuse my language here, but who have a very hard time being whores for their husbands. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. They don't know how to do that because they are so stuck on what the church is going to say right. and, and how God is going to look at them. But right. God, how does God look at someone who wants to, you know, be a whore for their husband? You know what I'm saying? Well, I have been doing a lot of research on sexuality and sex and, and well, what does it says mean? that what it says, something similar. I'm not, I'm not saying it's verbatim, but it says in the Bible that Pretty much whatever you, you and your husband do in the bed, you know, that's your business. Oh, the marriage bed, right. The marriage bed is undefiled. Yeah. That's so what they that, say. Yes. That's what they say. But once again, some people don't understand, you know, what it means to be defiled. Some people don't understand what it is to, you know, once again, to even express intimacy. Let we need with, I'm not even talking about sex. Right. I'm, Excuse me. I'm talking about being intimate with your partner. Right. right you know, right. some people, really, some women and men too, have a very hard time ex- expressing that. I hate even you know. Saying. And then, <laughs> go ahead. Do you remember <laughs> the video of Pastor Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you, get off my phone so bad. <laughs> I do remember the video of Pastor Man. Wilson. Man. 
He is on we, look, he's on Pornhub as we speak. Not that I be up there all the time, but <laughs> when I when I was up there the other night, <laughs> they had his face and I went right on by and said, Oh no, I can't look at him. <laughs> you know. For a couple of seconds, but you know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but let me I tell mean, you, you know what I'm saying. And I will say this, women, if you feel that type of way, and you don't, you know, you feel some kind of, you know, it's wrong to masturbate, okay. But if you feel like you want to stay clean, well, I'm just saying, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way, because I do, yeah. I do yeah. masturbate because I rather masturbate than to. Right now, I'm not interested in anybody that, and that on that level to be able to do anything with. Um, I mean, if I get in die hard need, you know, there is someone, but right now I'm good. I don't need no COVID D coming over here, nothing like that. So, whoever invented, and I got to look into this the silver bullet, I'm telling you, they did such a great job. And I just want to give them a shout out <laughs> because it has saved the bottom half of my body. That's all I can say. It has saved the bottom half of my body. <laughs> So crazy. I'm but no, scared. but girl, my muscle. So that's what I'm saying. Like, about, I don't know about no other woman, but girl, the muscles down there in my vagina, they get so tight and 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 just real. It it hurts when I go without okay. for a while, and it, since so since okay. you know I have my civil bullet, it relaxes my muscles down there, and it keeps me from hurting like that. It's no cramps. It's just like your muscle tightness, and it's just like you're having spasms down there, you know, for me. So whoever, once again, invented the silver bullet, and you ain't got a whole lot of gyration, just put it on, on, you know, and do your thing. And usually while I'm doing that, I watch a little Pornhub. That's how I saw Pastor Wilson. And I went past, I scrolled past him. I said, no, they got him all in. But... But yeah, you are so I want to shout out to that person. Thank you. You continue, April. But I, I just want to say that, especially in you know places like the spiritual community, we you know have they or we I don't know I don't even know if I'm really a part of the church church culture anymore because you know we'll have another podcast about that. Um, we have really got to do a better job with talking about sex i follow follow this lady on i used to follow her on facebook she's not really on facebook but she's on twitter a lot and her name is candace benbow benbo or something like that anyway she wrote this piece she's a church girl you know been going to church all her life and she wrote this piece and it was very poignant and one thing she said that struck me as, as interesting, and I don't know if I'm quoting it word for word, but she said her moans were as sacred as her worship. Okay. And that really struck me as interesting because if you're having sex correctly, sex is a spiritual experience. It is. Yes, it is. Absolutely sex is. And that's why you got to be careful and who you with so, because you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful. But like I said, we have got to get to a point where we stop allowing, you know, 
men, because if you think about it, it's just really men who have these beliefs about women. We have really got to stop allowing men to dictate what women do, um, not only with their spirits, but with their bodies as well. Because a man can't tell me, you know, what to do with my body. That's not fair. True. Mama, you know, and for so long, women have fell into this. You know, they have allowed yeah. men to tell, you know, oh, well, no, you can't have sex outside of marriage. And if you do, you're going to hell. And if you, yeah. you know, you let anybody touch you, if you masturbate, and if men, you, you and know. Men, and men, it's like men got the privilege to do any and everything. And it does not speak of that in the Bible. Exactly. What does it say the man supposed no, to do? No, it doesn't. Everything? Yeah. It really, really doesn't. And so the men, but my, my question is, think about King Solomon. He had how many wives? A lot. Yeah, he had I don't lot. know how many, he but had he lot. had a lot of wives. Yes. And that means that, and so he had these women, and they technically weren't supposed to be having sex with anybody else. Right, but listen, so but see. So what were they yep. doing? It's my only thing. 365 days in a year. Right, so but think, but think about it. I think when, when they listen, hold that thought. When they did have women like that, you, it was it was written differently because these men were producing children by these women. It won't. I don't think it was much of a sex thing. Feel it. I just did. It just needed that that keep having all whole bunch of children at one time. And just think, he could have pregnated every last one of them on the same night or a different night. They all could have been giving birth back to back to back to back to back. I don't think it was a sexual thing. I think it was more of they needed to have kids. He needed I, I children. Was, I mean, it, it now, could have been. Now it could have like been a part like that. Spiritual thing, yeah. But now it's more like you do something like that. It's orgies, swapping wives and spirits. and So, you, so you don't think they were having uh, having orgies? Now, you don't think King with, Solomon with King, was having with King orgies? King Solomon? You talking about with Solomon? I his, he was on a different level. Remember, he was really close with God. Um, now, Sodom Gomorrah, yes, they was doing any and everything. I'm talking about as far as him, you brought up a real religious person. So I think the wives that he had, it was really meant for to just not to go crazy and to just having sex to be having sex, but getting these women pregnant. They needed children. Um, Sodom Gomorrah, a whole nother story. There was nobody there that was religious, not even one person. That's why Abraham begged God, said, you know, if there's just one person, please don't destroy that city. Was it Abraham or was it um it wasn't Abraham? I don't know. I don't know. It was one of I the I just I I just think that I mean you know, the- because what Solomon came, Solomon came after King Solomon came after Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, right? Okay, yeah, I want to say he came after. Um, okay, it was uh, but see, them, nobody them, wants one to- of them begged God if there was at least one person, and God said there was not even one person that right. was righteous, that's why he won't destroy it, not one. So that should tell you something, right. All them people saw him more. Now one was righteous. That's scary. Right. That is scary. That is scary. But like I said, I think that I, I you know, I 
I don't know. There's so many things in the Bible that I really have a hard time um, believing. <laughs> um, I believe that, you know, I, hey, let's, let's some this. of let's my beliefs keep, are let's a little... Keep, let's keep this... Uh, yeah, let's keep it yeah, fun no, and, can, and light. We can do, but that, we can saying, do that next, we can do that like, next podcast. I just, feel, right. I just feel like King Solomon and them, I really feel like they were having orgies too. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I understand that they needed children, but like I said, King Solomon happened after Sodom and Gomorrah. So I just really feel <laughs> like, okay, the earth was pretty populated at that point. So why did he need to have all of these wives? Yeah, some of them got <laughs> pregnant. You know, yeah, some of them, you know, were, were in a position. But Solomon was doing it with a couple of them women <laughs> at one Yo. time. I don't. Right. They were young. They were pretty. And understand this, you know, and this is why, you know, adornment for women is so is so important. One of the reasons, because these women, they went into the into the castle where King Solomon was and they stayed there for years getting beauty treatments and 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 eating right and being healthy and doing all of these great and wonderful things before they were even able to see the king. Okay. Before they were even able to go in and have sex with with King Solomon, they had to stay in the castle for years. Per, once again, preparing themselves for this man who was supposed, quote unquote, their husband. Okay. They had to stay there for years doing that. And so, once again, women have have to spend all this time preparing themselves for a husband. But what did King Solomon do? He didn't have to do anything but bring hard dick to the table. Oh That's God. it. I'm gonna cut that. I mean, he did <laughs> the Look, hey, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know. I'm gonna edit some of this stuff because I don't want to bring the Bible what? into this because because oh. we're talking about sex after 35. See, next time, if you if you want to do that, we can, we can say, hey, this time we're going to talk about the Bible, you know, next time. But I really okay. don't want to, I really want to bring this fixing. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Let's go back. Sex after I mean, but, oh, that's, I mean, that's good. I'm glad we're talking about it. That'd be, that'd be a good subject next time to talk about. Right. Well, the reason why I, I brought that up, the reason why I brought that subject up Okay. Is because you have women who are over 35 who are still struggling with intimacy. That's true. You have yeah. women over 35 that are still struggling with having sex even though they're not married. You right. have women over the age of 35 who will probably never get married. Right. So what are they supposed to do? You know, and I asked that question and nobody can really answer it. Only thing people say can say to me is, oh, well, it's be better to marry than to burn. According yeah, to whom? Yeah, we hear that a lot. We hear that. I hear that a lot. Yeah. According to whom? Because I, I'm at the age, I'm 38. And I'm at the age, honestly, where I don't even know if marriage is something that I want to do. Okay. Hey April, we got we down an hour and eighteen minutes. I want to go ahead and get into uh, tell people what you really don't want them to know, but you're gonna tell it anyway. I I am a woman over the age of thirty five, and I enjoy sex. Okay, all kinds. A of lot sex, of it. I'm sure. <laughs> All kinds of sex in the nasty and all, kind of, in all kinds of ways. 
the nastier the better. Okay. Okay. I like to when I have sex the next day, I like to think about it like, oh God, that was so nasty. I want to do it again. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. All right. I think so too. Well, now y'all know April can be nasty, right? She's been holding back. <laughs> she ain't holding back no more, boy. She she open now. <laughs> Right, and that's the thing. So as smart as I am, and you know, I, I present myself. Right, I present myself very well in public. You know, I don't walk around. You know, looking crazy, but you know, I do. I like, I like Look, very, very nasty. You, another thing, April, and the older you get, and I got to honestly say this: there would have been a time I would have never spoke about my. Uh, sexuality and what and what I like and what I don't never I can never see myself as I get older I don't give a damn it's the truth this is my truth I'm not lying to anybody right this is me this is who I am God knows my heart he knows I love him right. but as a female and uh, as a human this is how I feel I'm either going to hold it right. in or let it out. And I choose to let it exactly. out. That's why this pod is, I think this is going to, you know what? This is awesome. Because April, we may we may even get a deal if I start shipping this stuff out to people to say, hey, my friend April and I, you know, we're great, you know, talking on the pod. Like, you way home, I'm way here. I'm where I'm at. <laughs> and we can still talk like you still in my living room. We can still laugh and carry on like you are right close by me and you're not. Because sometimes people are like, oh, well, I don't know what to say or do, do I need to laugh? Or don't we are genuine. I mm-hmm. laugh when I laugh when stuff is funny to me. It may not be funny to you. You laugh when stuff is funny to you. You're not laughing at me. You laughing with me. It's be something right. we say is funny. You know, it's, we don't have to pretend to, hey, don't say this, don't say that. You know. You mm-hmm. open it up more. It's great. That's what we want. I'm opening up more. And the stuff I say, like, it's my truth. It, what you saying is your truth. And that's absolutely hey, go along with it. Um, I also like to tell a little story behind Prince Adore, like I said, and something I'm going to share with everyone that I wouldn't normally share and don't want you to know, but I'm going to tell it anyway is on March the 3rd, 1992, I lost my virginity. I was 21 years of age. And the song Prince Adore solidified everything. I (laughs) (laughs) was seeing this guy, and me, him, and his siblings went to this club. It used to be a club called Peppers over here in Greenville. If anybody familiar with that, it's the club heads back in the 90s. I'm sure you remember that. And, um... We got there. We had a good time. We were dancing out some fast music, everything. And all of a sudden, Prince song Adore came on. And everybody just like went to their seats and this and that. So I was ready to sit down. I was sitting down. He came up to me and said, let's dance. And I was like, real shy then, real shy. And I was like, I said, there's nobody else on the floor. He said, he's like, it's okay. Like, come on, let's dance. So I went up there. I was scared to death, heart beating really fast. And of course, he pulled me real close to him. Not too tight, but tight enough. Let me. I felt secure. I felt safe. I felt protected. And we slow danced. And I'm telling you, the lights were dim. And it was just like everybody was just like looking at us on this floor, just me and him. And I just closed my eyes. And he put his ear 
he put his mouth to my ear and he sung the whole damn song to me. And if anybody know that song, man, listen to it. The words are just, if that don't make you give your drop. <laughs> I don't know what will. But man, he sung that song in my ear and he was gentle. And he, I mean, the whole song. And I looked at him and I knew he was going to be the first one to get it. I mean, I liked him anyway. He was a good guy. And I knew, you know, he was after me for a whole year. And I was like, hey, he going to get it. I don't know when, but he going to get it. But he actually got it March the 3rd of 92. And um, like I said, the outline of it was was good. But, you, you know, going through the process wasn't all that great grand for me. But we'll talk about that another time. So, mm-hmm. April, my podcast family, I enjoyed the show. We went way mm-hmm. over. Like, we almost talked mm-hmm. for an hour and 30 minutes. It meant for to go that long. But yes. so when you're in your feelings and you're talking and we were bringing up the Bible and everything. I thought I was going to edit it, but I ain't going to edit it, nothing. You know, if people get offended, I'm sorry, but we love the Lord. That's all right. it is. So I'm just saying because we be talking about sex and we talking about the Bible and we talking about God. Some people don't like the entwined stuff, but this is our podcast and um, a little bit of everything. Okay, we keeping it real. These are our, this is our truth. And this is how, and this is how we feel. This is how we feel. So we hope everybody enjoy. Thank y'all for listening. And if there's anybody, you yeah. want to say something, April? I'm sorry. Um, I just, I just kind of want to say that, you know, I think that if, if, if people, you know, really have an issue or really have a problem, email us, you know, and, and let's talk about it or comment when we post it on Facebook and let's talk about what your issues are, because I think that women really have to get to a point where, like I said, we are owning who we are as women, we are owning our sexuality um, in spite of the the dogma and the religious doctrine that has been bored into us all of our lives. Okay. And, and, and my question would be, what has that gotten you? April, you're going to run for president. I got you. I got you to vote. No, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, what has that gotten okay. you? You know what I'm saying? Right. What has that gotten you? That that religious dogma, that religious doctrine, what has that gotten you? Right. You know? Well, I will, I, will say, I, will, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Before I lost my virginity, I had urges. Okay? They would come and go. Mm-hmm. Quick and fast. It didn't stay. Mm-hmm. It didn't stay. They would come and go, come and go, like through the through the months, through the years, or whatever. But mm-hmm. when I opened up Pandora's box, when I lost my virginity, them urges just just, just didn't come and go anymore. They would linger. Mm-hmm. So when you open mm-hmm. up that Pandora's box, you don't open up a spiritual level to where now your body has feels like it has to have it now. And as long as I won't do nothing, I was good. I can control them urges, but once you once you let it in, once you open them legs, that's it. I'm going to tell you, within two weeks, mm. you're, going be, you're going to be in the mix. So, I, I will say that. So, But on that okay. note, on that note, <laughs> that was my experience. I'm sorry. But on that note, anybody oh, has a birthday? Don't apologize. Thank you, April. Um, For anybody that has a birthday today, I want to say Tyler happy birthday. Happy birthday. And God bless. And bless you with many more. 
And also, if anybody hasn't told you that they love you, I would like to say, I love you. I love you. I love you too. That's right. And um, the podcast went over. <laughs> but I almost out there. Trust me, people. But it's you, okay. want enjoy, you want to enjoy it's the show. It's a good one. Very this one is cool. a good one. So, until next time, or if you have any issues with, with what we're talking about, this and that, living life with spring and April, L I V I N L I F E W I T H S P R I N G A N D A P R I L at gmail.com. Until next time, yes. peace. We are out. Bye.